Hi, welcome to Yashara's Reading Podcast, and I'm Yashara. So I gotta catch you up on what happened. I went to my first day of Freestyle 6, and I went to a two-hour Johnny Weir Skating Academy lesson, which was amazing. And today we had a very special harvest from our garden. How cool is that? Do you like episode 13 when I interviewed Miss Meg Medina, who is the National Ambassador for Young People's Literature? This week, we're getting back to Charlotte. Today, we are reading Charlotte's Web, Chapter 9 for our summer mini-series. Also, it's no longer summer, so... It's kind of half summer and half fall miniseries now. Chapter 9. Wilbur's Boast? Hmm. Boast is like another word for saying bragging. A spider's web stronger than it looks. Although it is made of thin, delicate strands, the web is not easily broken. However, a web gets torn every day by insects that kick around in it, and a spider must rebuild it when it gets full of holes. Charlotte liked to do her weaving during the late afternoon. Fern liked to sit nearby and watch. One afternoon, she heard the most interesting conversation and witnessed the strange event. You have awfully hairy legs, darling, said Wilbur, as the spider busily worked at her task. My legs are hairy for a good reason, replied Charlotte. Furthermore, each leg of mine has seven sections. The coxa, the chook hancher, the femur, the patella, the tibia, the metatorsus, and the forces. Wilbur sat full upright. You're kidding, he said. Think of names again. I didn't catch them the first time. Coxa, Torquehanshire, Beam, Patella, Tibia, Metatorsal, and Torsal. Goodness, said Wilbur, looking down at his own chubby legs. I don't think my legs have seven sections. Well, said Charlotte, you and I led different lives. You don't have to spin a web. That takes you leg work. I could spin a web if I tried, said Wilbur, boasting. I just never tried. Let's see you do it, said Charlotte, and chuckled, and her eyes grew with love for the pig. Okay, replied Wilbur, you coach me, and I'll spin one. It's lots of fun to spin a web. How do I start? Take a deep breath, said Charlotte, smiling. Wilbur breathed deeply. Now climb to the highest place. You can get to like this. Charlotte raced up to 
the top of the doorway. Wilbur scrambled to the top of the manure pile. Very good, said Sean. Now make an attachment with your spinnerets. Burrow south into the space and drag the line as you go down. Wilbur hesitated a moment when he jumped out into the air. He glanced hastily behind to see if a piece of rope was following him to check his phone, but nothing seemed to be happening in his rear. And the next thing he knew, he landed with a bump. <coughs> he grunted. Charlotte laughed so hard her web began to sway. What did I do wrong? asked the pig when he recovered from his bump. Nothing, said Charlotte. It was a nice try. I think I'll try again, said Wilbur cheerfully. I believe I need a little piece of string to hold me. The pig walked out to his yard. You there, Templeton, he called. Barrett poked his head from under the trough. Got a little piece of string I can borrow. I need it to spin a web. Yes, 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 indeed, replied Templeton, who saved string. No trouble at all. Anything to oblige. He crept down into his hole, pushed the goose egg out of the way, and returned with an old piece of dirty white string. That's just a thing, he said. Tie one end to my tail, will you, Templeton? Wilbur crouched low with his thin curly tail toward the rat. Templeton seized the string, passed it around the end of the pig's tail, and tied two half stitches. Charlotte watched in delight like Fern. She was truly fond of Wilbur, whose smelly pen and stale food attracted the flies that she needed. And she was proud to see that he was not a quitter and was willing to try again to spin a web. While the rat and the spider and the little girl watched Wilbur climb again to the top of the manure pile, full of energy and hope. Everybody watch, he cried, and summoning all of his strength, he threw himself into the air. Head first, the string trailed behind him, but he had neglected to fasten the other end to anything. It didn't really do any good, and Wilbur landed with a thud. Crashed and hurt. Tears came to his eyes. Templeton grinned. Charlotte just sat quietly. After a bit, she spoke. You can't spin a web, Wilbur, and I advise you put the idea out of your mind. You lack two things needed for spinning a web. Where are we? Asked Wilbur sadly. 
You lack a sense better and you lack know-how. But cheer up, you don't need a web. Ackerman supplies you with free big meals a day. Why should you worry about trapping food? Wilbur sighed. You are ever so much clever and brighter than I am, Charlotte. I guess I was just trying to show off. Serves me right. Templeton untied his string and took it back to his home. Charlotte returned to her weaving. You needn't feel too badly, Wilbur, she said. Not many creatures can spin webs. Even men aren't as good as at it as spiders, although they think they are pretty good. And they'll try anything. Did you ever hear of the Queen's Bridge? Wilbur shook his head. Is it a is it a web? Sort of, replied Charlotte. But do you know how long it took men to build it? Eight whole years. And my goodness, I would have starved to death waiting that long. I can make a web in a single evening. What do people catch in the Queen's Pearl Bridge? Bugs? <laughs> Axe No, said Charles. It don't catch anything. It just keeps traveling back and forth across the bridge, thinking there's something better on the other side. If they'd hang head down at the top of the thing and wait quietly, maybe something good won't come along. But no, with men, it's rush, rush, rush every minute. I'm glad I'm a sendatory spider. What does sendatory mean? asked Wilbur. It means I sit still a good part of the time and don't go wandering all over creation. I know a good thing when I see it, and my web is a good thing. I stay put and wait for whatever comes. Gives me a chance to think. Well, I'm sort of sendary myself, I guess, said the pig. I have to hang around here wherever. I guess I want to or not. You know where I'd really like to be this evening? Where? In the forest looking for beech nuts and truffles and pushing leaves with my wonderful strong nose searching and sniffing along the ground smelling 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 you smell just the way you are remarked the lamb who had just walked in i can smell you from here you're the smelliest creature in the place Wilbur hung his head. His eyes grew wet with tears. Charlotte noticed his embarrassment, and she shrugged sharply. Let Wilbur alone, she said. He has a perfect right to smell, considering his surroundings. You're no bundle of sweet peas yourself. 
Furthermore, you are interrupting a very pleasant conversation. What were we talking about, Wilbur, when we were so rudely interrupted? Oh, I don't remember, said Wilbur. It doesn't make any difference. Let's not talk anymore for a while, Charlotte. I'm getting sleepy. You go ahead and finish fixing your web, and I'll just lie here and watch you. It's a lovely evening. Wilbur stretched out on his side. Twilight settled over the Zuckerman's barn, and a feeling of peace. For knew it was almost supper time, but she couldn't bear to leave. Swallows passed on silent wings in and out the doorways, bringing food to their young ones. Across the road, a bird sang, Lively sat down under an apple tree and lit his pipe. You know how dangerous that is lighting something under a tree? You could burn yourself to the ground. Back to the book. Just that's really scary. The animal sniffed the familiar smell of strong tobacco. Wilbur heard the frill of the tree toad and the occasional slamming of the kitchen door. All these sounds made him feel comfortable and happy, for he loved life for and loved to be a part of it. But as he lay there, he remembered what the old sheep told him. The thought of death came to him, and he began to tremble with fear. Charlotte, he said softly. Yes, Wilbur? I don't want to die. Of course you don't, said Charlotte in a comforting voice. I just love it here in the barn. I love everything about this place. Of course you do, said Charlotte. We all do. The goose appeared, followed by her seven gooselings. They thrust their little necks out and kept up a musical whistling, like tiny troops of pipers. Wilbur listened to the sound with love in his heart. Charlotte, he said. Yes, said the spider. Were you serious when you promised you were going, when you keep them from killing me? I was never more serious in my life. I'm not gonna let you die, Wilbur. How how are you gonna save me? asked Wilbur, whose curiosity was very strong on this point. Well, said Charlotte vaguely, I don't know, but I'm working on a plan. That's wonderful, said Wilbur. How is the plan coming along? Pretty well. Wilbur was trembling again, but Charlotte was cool and collected. Oh, it's coming right, he said lightly. The plan is still in early ages. 
It hasn't completely shaped up yet. I'm working on it. When do you when do you work on it? begged Wilbur. When I'm hanging my head down at the top of my book. That's when I do my thinking, because then all the blood is in my head. I'd be only too glad to help in any way I can. Oh, I'll work it out alone. Said Charlotte, I can think better if I'm alone. All right, said Wilbur, but don't fail to let me know if there's anything I could do. Well, replied Charlotte, you must try to build yourself up. I want you to get plenty of sleep and stop worrying. Never hurry and never worry. Chew your food thoughtfully and eat every bit of it. Except you must leave enough for Templeton, gain weight, and stay well. That's the way you can help. And don't lose your nerve. Do you think you understand? Yes, I understand, said Wilbur. Go along to bed then, said Shaw. Sleep is important. Wilbur trouted over to the darkest corner of his room and threw himself down, closed his eyes, and in another minute he spoke. Charlotte, he said, yes, well, may I go to my trough and see if I left any of my supper? I think I left just a tiny bit mashed potato. Very well, said Charlotte. I want you to go to bed again without delay. Wilbur started to race out to his yard. Slowly, slowly, said Charlotte. Never hurry and never worry. Wilbur checked himself and crept slowly to his trough. Bit of potato, he chewed it carefully, swallowed it, and walked back. He closed his eyes and was silent for a while. Charlotte, he said in a whisper. Yes? May I have a few drinks of milk? I think there are a few drops left in my trough. No, but trough is dry. I want you to go to sleep. No more talking. Close your eyes and go to sleep. Wilbur shut his eyes. Fern got up from her school and started for home. Her mind was full of everything. She had seen and heard. Good night. Good night, Charlotte, said Wilbur. Good night, Wilbur. There was a pause. Good night, Charlotte. Good night, Wilbur. Good night, Charlotte. Good night, Wilbur. Good night. Good night. Chapter 9 complete. Wow, so... Charlotte was really serious when it came to bed. She said, no more talking. I close your eyes and go to sleep. She said, seriously, I feel like she really wants me to go to bed and stop chat, chat, chatting and start <sighs> sleeping. That's probably something you and me have heard a couple of times in our lives. In our lives. Charlotte was acting like her parents, because her parents also say 
go to bed early and get a lot of sleep and nutrition. So Shell is acting as, I don't know, as somebody who takes care of Wilbur, even though she is on a web. I'm going to echo what Charlotte said in a different term. Charlotte is saying simply for Wilbur to take care of himself better. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Shars Reading Podcast. Don't forget to like, review, and download, and smash that subscribe button! Bye-bye!